This podcast is brought to you in part by Shorewinder, the industry-leading tool for winding residential and commercial springs with a cordless drill. Let us shoulder the burden for you. And check us out at Shorewinder.com. Hey guys, Ryan here with Torch Talk Podcast. Did you know that I also run a marketing agency with the absolute best crew? I keep hearing from other garage door companies how their SEO company or their web design company is just not cutting it. We never hear that here. I don't know why. Maybe it's because we work really, really hard for you door guys out there. Check us out, suchandsuchmedia.com. You got the pricing and everything right on the website. Full transparency. And we're going to work really hard because you are the champion of your story. And we just want to be a small part of your success and celebrate it with you. Great customer service. Amazing web design. Phenomenal SEO that's going to get you ranked. Give us a shout such and such media.com. What's up guys, Ryan here with torsion talk podcast. And, uh, I'm going to share something with you. That's probably a little bit intimate. Uh, I had a dog, um, named Aaron, you know, we have Aaron overhead doors. We had to put him down today. Uh, he had uh, gastric lymphoma. lymphoma. Um, it's been a tough day uh, watching my wife and my kids especially go through the pain and suffering um, of dealing with that. So uh, bear with me a little bit. I am not at the top of my game and I am emotionally drained today. Uh, but uh, I've got a uh, I've got if, if you're emotionally drained, if you have to be emotionally drained. There's probably one person on the face of the earth that you want to try to help carry your podcast. And that is uh, Tommy Mello is with me today. Probably one of the most uh, energetic guys I know in the industry. And uh, I brought him on for a couple of reasons. One, I want to get an update from him on how he's doing personally and how the business is doing, as well as uh, you guys have known, I've mentioned in the last few podcasts, uh, he's launching Vertical Track. And I know how difficult it is when you're trying to do something like this. And uh, I want to help promote this for him and uh, and allow him to share a little bit more about it. So you guys are comfortable if you haven't booked uh, to go ahead and do so. So, Tommy, welcome, man. Hey, man. Appreciate being on. And uh, I really feel bad for you, brother. I, I feel your pain. Dog's man, man's best friend. So uh, sorry you have to deal with that in your family. Yeah, I appreciate it. I know you're close with your dog. I see you post uh, all the time with yours. So, uh, you know, I, I told my wife, I said, you know, if, if, if we had the choice in the beginning to not love out of the fear of pain, I would be more miserable than loving knowing the pain that I feel now. And, uh, she agreed if that even made sense. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's uh, it's one of the, it's a tough, it's definitely a tough thing. But I would like to change the subject before I start sure. freaking out. Yeah, and uh, nobody wants to hear me crying on the radio. So, um, anyway, so tell me, Tommy, uh, how is a one doing? It's doing good, man. Uh, we're we're gonna hit our projections this year. Um, if everything goes right, we're we're uh, <laughs> the old fashioned huddle report is clocking right around eighty million. So. I'm happy. We got a class training right now. It's 20, 23 guys, I think. Um, amazing. These guys are like the next, every class gets a little bit better. 
And I'm just, my goal for each and every technician is a million dollar producer, 1 million. Um, right now I have probably about a dozen million dollar producers. Um, but these guys are just, man, you could drop a pin when you're talking to these guys, they're focused, they're taking notes, they get it. Um, and things are going really, really good, man. I, I got a lot of big goals and uh, the team here is just phenomenal. So really happy. Things are going well. That's awesome. So I hear your, yeah, I see the posts about you um, hiring a bunch of people, training them. I think that's awesome. I, I don't know of any other recruiting and training programs like your company has. Can you share with me a little bit? I know you've, you've mentioned in the past you've hired in-house recruiters. How's that gone for you? So we got, you know, I learned a lot from Al Levy. Uh, he wrote the seven power contractor and he's got basically an apprentice. He was just on the show. Like I think three weeks ago, he's a good guy, man. Um, you know, I paid him a lot of money for what I learned, but he's worth every penny. Um, so we get an apprentice program for 30 days. We got ride along forms. Um, lots and lots and lots of interviews. And my buddy, Jody Underhill automated the process he called me up. I was actually pretty discouraged. And I went upstairs and there was only 11 guys training. And I'm like, man, we've got too much infrastructure for 11 guys. And his wife calls me up, Vanessa. And she says, Hey, we figured some pretty cool stuff out. How's your recruiting going? And I said, actually, it's okay. But um, 11 guys aren't going to cut it a month. And she goes, well, we're doing some pretty cool stuff on social media between Facebook and Instagram. And uh, I think you should look at it. So I flew them out the next week and we're getting hundreds and hundreds of applicants a day now. And we've got one, two, three full-time recruiters. Uh, but the, the way that we do it is it's an automated interview. So I ask the questions. I think that the, the software is called HireView. Um, but I ask the questions and they just answer all the questions on their phone. So we can kind of scan it. And, you know, if they got like a face tattoo or something, it probably won't work for us, but, uh, you know, then we got five non-negotiables. You got to be able to come to Arizona for a full month, drug test, background check, clean DMV record for three years. Um, I, I think, I think that's so it's it. higher. It's higher view. Higher view is, so higher view is you know, com. I don't know if it's.com, but it's one of the different softwares. There's, there's a couple. Yeah, I looked it up and, uh, you know, part of this event we're throwing is, is really to get everybody kind of aware of what's going on. I think um, people are having a really hard time hire right now. And uh, just the deal is, is people say, come for come to A1 for a career. I say to these guys, listen, your life's going to change. Um, I'm in the process of hiring a dream manager. And the plan with this dream manager is to help people fulfill their dreams. So once a month, I'm having... Um, a guy come in about loans, loan officer, talk about your first first house. Um, uh, we're going to celebrate getting the credit score above 700. Uh, my plan is I, I'm kind of selfish in the sense that I want everybody to own a home that works at A1. I want everybody to have a high credit score. And it's a good habit to have because I just want to see people hit their dreams. I say, you know, you can say go for it from a job to a career. But my goal is you guys hit your dreams you own a home, you own multiple homes, you got a high credit score, you get to go on the vacation you've always wanted, you get to put your kids in private school if that's your prerogative, you get to uh, take your wife on that 10, 
10 year anniversary that you guys never did. Um, ultimately, um, it's easy to say when you get to a certain size, but w- when I was like smaller, man, I never thought I would be talking about culture. <laughs> and, and it's, it's tough, man. When you, when you walk up to work and three people are at a cigarette break and your mom's on the phones on three lines trying to keep up. And I'm like, culture, small dude. Like this is, this is tough, but now it, it seems like we've got enough, um, employees to, uh, to really start talking a lot more about culture and, and, and really that dream manager role. So I'm having a blast. I absolutely love it. And, you know, good news travels fast. So um, the the byproduct of treating employees amazing is uh, it becomes a melting pot of, of great applicants. Yep. I agree wholeheartedly. We we've um, I think I got taken advantage of a good bit in my early days and I treated people really well. Uh, but I think we eventually got to the point where people saw my company as something of value and we were able to pull in like good talent with great attitudes who love to be here. And, um, and that's that's made me enjoy coming to work every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, 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 and that's important, right. Is, uh, when I'm doing an interview, I'm, I'm trying to identify, look, is this guy going to be in my office every week complaining about something? You know, do, do I enjoy being around him? Is he positive naturally? Um, and so, uh, we made the jump to do, you know, health benefits and 401k with match and, you know, paid time off and all that stuff years ago. And, um, it took a little time, but now when we list the job, I mean, we get some pretty decent talent. And for the first time ever, I would say we're fully staffed with probably the best staff we've ever had. Um, and it's the best culture we've ever had. And it's fun. Like it's, we're all having a good time. And I've had that before, right? And when I worked in software uh, for a software company, I, I grew a sales team to 25 people and we had a blast. We grew that company from when I started under a million to uh, 25 million in annual revenue. And that experience, that that be, there was a lot of pride for people that were there. Um, but we recruited literally like it was easier for me. You know, you go on LinkedIn and you find people and you get recommendations from others and you recruit people from other companies. Here, though, it's like it's a little bit different. Like you, you almost want to cherry pick people from other companies, but you want to get somebody from outside the industry and train them up your way. Because I think the way you and I do things is completely different than most companies in the industry. Um, so are you going after skilled garage door guys or are you bringing people in from outside the industry or both? Both. Uh, you know, I prefer if I had a choice to get a good installer from another company like Wayne Dalton or, or you know, like that that's done 10 doors in a day. Um, Cause it's hard to teach installers. I mean, it, it's easier to teach technicians from scratch, but uh, I'd say, 90% of our guys are new to the garage door industry. Um, you know, I got an interesting story. I have a buddy of mine in, in Florida and he bought a garage door company. And um, I go meet a couple of the employees. I meet out there. There's a cu- couple owners as well. So, cause he bought into it. And uh, the guy walks up to me, kind of got his head down a little bit. He's in his mid forties. Um, nice, nice enough guy. And he goes, yeah. Hey Tommy, I heard a lot about you. Uh, any advice? And 
And I started talking to him a little bit about sales and everything. And he came from the HVAC industry. He was a good guy at the HVAC industry. He was like number five in the company out of like 60 techs. And uh, these guys are used to selling to homeowners, but they're used to selling HVAC. And um, interestingly enough, my buddy had a cell phone with him and he's getting screenshots of each ticket. The guy did 7,800 his first day in service. The next guy started the next day, the other HVAC guy. Um, and his first ticket was 4,700. I don't know exactly what was sold, but all I can tell you is I know a lot of people listening are like, that's outrageous. Um, but it's really not. Uh, prices are way up. It's hard to get talent. You got a 401k. You got a brand new trucks. You got a wrap. You got you got to pay gas prices are shooting through the roof. Uh, but the 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 whole goal of this story is these guys were not. They were from the home service industry and they're used to charging 15, 20 grand for an HVAC unit. So a two thousand dollar service call is nothing for them. They're used to it. Yeah. And um, man, these guys are brand freaking new in the garage door industry. And just going out there and, and it, the next day continue to be the same thing. And, uh, you know, the, their ticket average as a company was under $300. Wow. And they and the owner said, dude, if we do this, we're going to price ourselves out of the market. And he goes, I don't care what other people are charging. He goes, I care that we're covering our bills. He goes, what I did with my pricing is baked in 18% profit. And he goes, that's healthy. But we got to take care of our employees, too. And... Um, you know, the perfect goal for me, Ryan, is, is find a company that's getting 20, 30 leads a day like this company. They're not doing pay-per-click, okay? They're, they got their GMB, um, but they're not doing any sponsored ads. They're not doing any social media. They don't even have a good wrap on their trucks. I hate to say it. Uh, this is just stencil lettering. Um, so 30, 30 jobs a day. So I'm like, man, you know, I love marketing, but we work our, our tails off to get 30, 40 jobs in a market a day. Lots of marketing. These guys have been around 30, 40 years. And so my plan is hopefully to partner up with a lot of companies because we can build the technicians. We're still getting parts. Um, we, we started off with $3,000 worth of tools. You know, I saw that you just bought the, uh, what is it? The, uh, the Surewinders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I just want to say real quick, not only is he a sponsor, but he builds a great product. You know, we we bought Surewinder and a Brute Winder. And guess where those have stayed? On the shelf because the guys didn't want to use them. Then we had two guys go down with shoulders, and now everybody's begging me for them. So we bought three more. Um, so now we've got four sure winders and a brute winder, and I think I got one or two guys that we still got to buy them for. But, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I would say get them and push them and try to force your guys to use them before they go down because I'm paying guys to sit in the office and do, you know, like freaking desk work, and they're not that great <laughs> No, I have to do that too with uh, with workman's comp and all that. Here's the deal. When you guys come to this event, if you guys decide you want to come, we're going to do a shop tour. You're going to meet my trainers. You're going to meet the recruiters. You're going to understand the tools that we do. We got a really good account with Milwaukee. And um, I'm telling you right now, dude, even my vans, it took me 10 years to figure this stuff out to get it to a just, we're always making changes. And I feel like now it's like, um, just the way we do things with the vans and the way we, we figured out a lot of things over the years. And uh, what I've always found is um, everybody asks me, they're like, dude, your podcast, you tell everybody exactly what you're doing. Like, why do you give out all your secrets? And I'm like, well, there's a difference between telling somebody how to do it and executing. 
Um, number one, number two is I want people to trust me because I had a bad name out there before I started the podcast. People thought we were like, I shouldn't even say the words, but, but a couple companies that that are known for charging a lot, but they're also 1099 and they're also, um, they they take advantage of grandma and that's not what I do. I put my face on the side of the truck. You know how to get a hold of me. Everybody's got my cell phone. So I don't like cheating still. Uh, but I do like to make a profit. And I, I do, I think I pay myself around a hundred grand a year or something like that. Uh, and then obviously the company makes money, but you know, that, that's a mi- big misconception. A lot of guys are making 200 grand a year, but their company's making zero. And therefore their business, I hate to say this, but if I got to hire a, tr- if I got to hire another manager to take your spot and maybe I can get a really good one for 90 grand. So that leaves me with 110 left over. That's what you're going to get the multiple on is that 110. Um, so, you know, I want to build a company that I can sell one day, even if I'm not going to sell, it should be built to sell. Uh, there's a great book called built to sell. And, um, you know, it's it's scary, dude. I gotta be honest with you, Ryan. I'm a little bit worried. I I helped launch Amazon's home services twice. Um, (laughs) Lipmaster just sold. So bad at it. Well, look, dude, the thing is, is autonomous cars are coming out. Um, Chamberlain's going to own the industry. Okay. Chamberlain's going to, they get a text message every time your garage door has an issue. And because no one's registering it to their company, guess what? You partner up with Chamberlain, you can get 50 leads a day because it text messages you when there's an error. That's what it's built to do. Um, I think this whole industry is going to be massively changing in the next couple of years. Listen to this, dude. A medallion in New York for a taxi used to cost a million dollars. When Lyft and Uber came out, within one year, it costs 125000 now. When you commoditize an industry, and it happens fast, because he who owns the data wins every single time. And the goal is not to take us out of the garage door industry completely. It's to get rid of dispatchers. It's to get rid of CSRs. It's to automate. That's their plan, and then take a piece of everything. But their plan is, what's best for the consumer? Commoditization, cheaper prices. That's So it will eventually get to that now it'll happen next year i don't know but um i'm a little bit worried man and uh i do plan on having an equity partner come into to my life here in the next 18 months yeah i mean it's a good time right uh i think i just read an article it was probably like uh yesterday or the day before about how rates are low and businesses are um you know some people are just stressed out and wanting to out and so it's a great time to buy um, and so not everybody's built to be a business owner, but, uh, good, good economies can make bad owners look good. Bad economies make bad owners want to quit <laughs> or leave or, or, you know, shut down. And so, um, maybe you're not a bad owner, but you're just going through a hard time and it's not, you're not cut out for this. It takes a great amount of endurance and, and persistence and, closing out all the noise from all the outside to, to push through and get through hard times. And, um, you know, we just came out of a great, uh, couple years of our economy to be faced with this and a lot of uncertainty and, and doubt and, and what's going to happen next. And so, um, you know, when I I've read good to great, probably like freaking 12 times. And, um, you know, it talks about when, when, uh, we had bad economic times and how companies really struck during those times and really pushed hard to expand and grow versus the companies that said, you know what, we're going to try and ride this out 
and pulled back, uh, those were the ones that failed and the ones that pushed forward were the ones that really took off and branded themselves. And so, um, I, I strictly out of, um, you know, uh, fear of going stagnant and dying, I've pushed harder in the past year and a half than I have ever in business. And, uh, it's definitely paid off because I think a lot of people pulled back and it was perfect timing for us. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're doing out there. I mean, you got a beautiful, I love your showroom, man. That place is ridiculously sexy. Um, you know, here's the thing with, with what, what, what we're working on right now. It's still a seller's market. Their buyers are going crazy right now. I could, I mean, out there, look, we've never seen so many sales and high conversion rates. But here's the deal. It's, it's for me, it's the perfect storm. Because I could still get supplies and I, I'm able to get human capital still. And most people, I got a buddy and, and you probably know, and I, I don't want to go into names, but he's, he showed me a screenshot of his service site and, and we're trying to get a deal going. Um, 26% booking rate because he can't run his guys any harder and he can't find talent. So he's booked out for two weeks, you know, one of my guys came up to me at the bowling alley last week. There was a graduation party. And he said, every job I go to that they, if they, if they didn't call us first, every other company's booked out two to three weeks. Wayne Dalton's charging $125 service call. And, you know, I understand what's really cool too is about vertical track is I got Lyle coming. Lyle's a big guy at Amar. Yep. He knows his crap. He knows his stuff. He came on uh, for those of you guys who don't know, first of all, uh, I know many of you guys know, but Tommy Mello is launching an event, uh, Vertical Track in Arizona at his uh, shop where he's going to give a tour. And and if nothing else, like I'm super excited about that. I think there's going to be a lot of content that you guys can learn. But think about uh, visualizing and seeing something can help motivate you and expand your thoughts uh, to be a better leader, be a better business owner and and learn how to grow. So I'm all about visualization. I'm all about learning, going places. I, I, I think you guys may remember I flew up to um, uh, Vancouver and spent some time with Kyle uh, Hart to learn about commercial before I launched my commercial apartment. Flew up to see Adam Weber, spent some time with him, uh, which really helped me with the showroom. And I'm super excited to go check out your place. Uh, Tommy, because every time I go somewhere, I learn something and it builds confidence in me and helps me make better decisions. And if nothing else, guys, this is critical for, for business owners is having confidence because nobody's out there holding your hand and every scenario is different. And if you go out there and you see this, it's going to help you better uh, visualize the future of your own company because Tommy Mello is a good bit ahead of all of us especially when it comes to revenue and promotion and uh, presentation, the presentation alone is what I'm looking forward to. Uh, and, and I'd like to ask you real quick before we get off uh, too far on this, but you mentioned the trucks, like um, I, I, it's a big commitment to hire someone for branding because they charge a good amount of money and then um, you know, redoing your brand and everything or redoing your wraps. What do you think um, was it worth it? And what do you think, uh, those new brand of your trucks and your logo or just your whole brand, what has that done for your business? Well, 
you know, a lot of people ask me, what's what's the most important thing I do if I got 10 grand? And I'm like, it's all about your brand and your website's got to match your yard signs, got to match your stickers, got to match everything works together. The billboards. Um, I'll tell you this. <laughs> I get calls every day. One guy called me yesterday. He said, I seen six year trucks today. Um, when you do it right, it's the most important thing you could ever do. Um, you know, Dan Antonelli was the guy who did it for me with kick charge. And what he did was he posts all these case studies of guys up 117% the next year and just crazy amounts of, of money. And um, I think it's, you think that's from the rap or that's from the mentality of the people that would technically hire them. Like they're committed to growth and branding. So when they make that decision, they grow, or is it because they put all that in line? I think it's 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 a combination of both. Number one, what happens is you start getting better calls because people start searching. Your click-through rate grows up, goes up on Google. But instead of typing garage door repair Atlanta or garage door repair Phoenix, people type A1 garage door service. Conversion rate goes up. They're not price shoppers. They they build trust. And I used to think, man, you got to put everything. You got to put your Angie's list, your BBB, your Yelp, and get and man, my trucks. One of the things that Levy said is take a picture of your truck and then print it out in black and white. And if it doesn't pop out what you do, uh, you got issues. And my old trucks, I'm looking at a couple because we're almost done rebranding. We got two more to go, I think. And it's it's crazy. It, it, it's the new trucks look so freaking good. It reminds me of like a 1960s company. It just it says trust on it. And the cool thing is is. I got used to get so annoyed with the rap companies. I mean, they looked like crap. They were pixelated, just crap. And so I went through three or four of them and I just decided, shoot, I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to start my own rap business. And I, you know, I don't know if I, if I could go back in time, if I do that again, but I got to tell you, we've got two $40,000 printers. We've got the laminators. Um, we've got the best guys in the industry. And, you know, I just put an order in for 300 Dodge vans, the sprinter vans. Pro Masters, 300 for next year. It's kind of nerve wracking because you got to take it. Um, so, well, if things continue to go this way, though, you, if you don't need them, you could probably sell them for more than you bought them for, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what's been going on. I, I, I have like 65 Nissan trucks, and they, she said she could give me an extra five grand for them. I'm like, I need them. I'm sorry. You know, I got these little Nissan trucks and, I'm debating getting a little bit more powerful trucks, but these ones do pretty well. And, and you can drive right under the garage with one pieces. Mm -hmm. um, but I, you know, I think you're going to dig it, man. I think you're going to really like our truck setups. And um, that's another thing that no one can get right now. And we're very, very fortunate because we use enterprise and we are the second largest enterprise customer in Arizona behind Amazon. Um, wow. So, you know, it's cool too, because they're willing to, take us to baseball games and football games and, and really um, help the morale here too, because, you know, we, we do a lot of nice things, but it's nice when you got good vendors that want to, you know, take care of you too. Yeah. So Lyle uh, getting back to the original conversation yeah. before I took it off, but Lyle came on virtual door dealer conference and absolutely killed it. Um, and he was uh, when we surveyed some people, uh, he was came up as one of the top three uh, things that they really enjoyed. So um, Lyle brings knowledge. He's been around the industry for a long time, and uh, I think he's going to be a, a great speaker. You want to talk a little bit about some of the other speakers um, that might be coming on? 
Yeah. So obviously you're going to be there. Um, um, I've got your buddy, Joseph Roberts. Yep. Uh, I think you went to high school with or something. We went to high school together and he lives like 10, 15 minutes down the road. It's a funny thing though. Uh, just small world. He, you know, he's managing about well, helping. He's helping about 25 businesses and, and they're all pretty decent sized businesses. So yeah, he's bringing a lot of his companies. Um, uh, I got my buddy Julian. He's the CEO of Nextstar Network, and Nextstar manages about 850 huge HVAC plumbing electrical shops. Um, he's kind of given me the playbook for how to build this whole best practices slash buyers group. Really, what this event's about is is I'm going to use A1's buying power behind everything. Uh, we're going to be getting rebates from everything, um, whether it's marketing, whether it's your uniforms whether it's the tools you buy, whether it's vehicles, whether it's insurance, whether it's your increasing your uh, getting a better score on your workman's comp, um, training, LMS, lift, service Titan. Um, I worked out a freaking killer deal with service Titan. The problem is I, by not next year, but the year after I have to have at least 500 managed techs or I got to pay the difference. So um I'm nowhere near there right now. And uh, I put my money where my mouth is. I'm like, yep. So I signed my life away. I'm surprised they didn't take my blood. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it, you know, there's a lot of good guys. Adam's going to be talking. You know, Adam's our general manager here. Um, I got a couple guys, Luke and Travis, that used to own their own small companies. Um, now they're working with me and they're going to tell everybody what it's like and the differences and what they've learned. Um, Tom Howard, he's a freaking badass man i love the guy he uh he's a guru we're going to show everybody how our service titan set up um the the main goal is i just i got joe Crisara. he's the best sales trainer i've ever met he created over 50 10 million dollar producers in hvac which is ridiculously high hey ryan how's it going good man how are you roman doing great I just wanted to reach out and let you guys know how grateful I am that Somer has been a sponsor of Torsion Talk. Yeah, fifth season already. We've had four really good seasons and a lot of good success for us. That's great to hear. At this point, though, I think everybody's pretty much heard of you guys that follow the podcast. What do you think we could say to make your ads stand out for season five? Well, I think we've been working really hard on customer service, making sure that our team and everyone knows all the technical things they need to know to make sure we get uh, the best and quickest service to both homeowners and dealers. Um, we've also been putting a lot of stuff out there to improve product knowledge so that customers know how to, or so that dealers and technicians can know how to troubleshoot or know, you know what all our operators are capable of because there's a lot of stuff, even stuff that's not in the manual. And um, we're continually improving the product. We've had a couple of new software releases in the last year. Um, we're continually adding additional accessories and we've got some even new operators in the pipeline that we're excited about. So you guys got a lot going on, that is great. Am I allowed to talk about how awesome you guys have been through all the shortages and price increases? You guys have been like steady Eddie. Like you didn't skip a beat, no quality issues to my knowledge or anything. Well, summer is a German company. You know, we, we do things slowly, but we we try to do them well. That is super true. You guys have a great team and I am so thankful and proud to have you guys as a sponsor of Torsion Talk. Hey, Torsion Talk family. If you haven't tried Somer yet, I challenge you to reach out and start a conversation today. 
Not only is the product great, but Roman and his team are super knowledgeable. I can call him and troubleshoot or just ask advice because he's been in my shoes. If you're ready to chat with the team at Somer, call 877-766-6607. Bifolding overhead doors are simply cool. Therefore, if you install one, you too are cool. All kidding aside, Swice makes the best bifold door on the market. So when you have an opportunity to sell a bifold, check them out first. As a matter of fact, bifold security doors are hot right now. If you check out their website, bifold.com, you can see hundreds of ideas on how businesses are using bifold doors. They have tons of photos on their website. They've supplied doors, bifold doors, for restaurants, basketball stadiums like Golden One Center in Sacramento, retail stores, and even spectacular homes. These doors are a game changer and a statement piece. If you want a project that will draw attention, sell Schweiss door. Tell them Ryan with Torch Talk Podcast sent you. Visit bifold.com. That's B-I-F-O-L-D.com. Which is ridiculously high. Um, yeah, there's going to be, there's a lot of cool people, man. I'm just, I'm hoping the whole, the whole goal is to get a several hundred companies to start buying and we're going to take a little piece of that rebate and we're going to give them a piece because I want to have full-time employees negotiating this stuff. So it's not supposed to be a profit unit for me. Um, it will be, but but it's not. The, the, the main goal is I want to find partnerships. I, I want to build this program. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I want to have an, uh, an idea of what their KPIs are, if they'll trust in me. And if they're beating me at something, I'm excited because then we can bring that into A1. And if we're beating them, um, so it's basically what would happen if you were powered by a one, we look at your conversion rate, your average ticket, your, your call booking rate. And, um, I'm just hoping that, uh, I'm a little ambitious as you know, um, but I'm hoping to partner with hundred companies next year. That's my plan. A hundred. That is ambitious. So, it's pretty crazy. Uh, that is crazy. full-time team, full-time team. Just there's only, you know, there's 12 months in a year, right? Yeah. That puts it at about. <laughs> little over eight per month uh, is what I would need to do. So um, we're actually, we're, we're getting ready to close on our biggest acquisitions thus, thus far in Phoenix. And um, I'm super excited, but it's also, you want to make sure everything sticks together. You want to make sure all the employees are happy because when you lose an owner, um, sometimes you lose them, sometimes they stay on, but, but uh, they're not very ambitious if they get, you know, millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. You might not get the same as you were getting, um, but you know, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what's crazy, Ryan, is a lot of companies, they pull a number out of um, thin air. I don't know where they get their numbers from, but I've probably talked to 10 in the last couple of months and they're like, they give me a number and I'm like, what's the math? And they're like, well, we just, we feel like this is a good number for us. That's what we need. And um, part of the things I got my buddy, Eric Van Dam going to be coming. And he is, have you, have you ever looked up the word, the, the company called Cowan? And uh, he, he lists companies. He sold 60 companies so far, huge companies. And uh, he's going to explain to us how to value your business and how to get your ducks in a row. So the people that are having a hard time hiring, that are having a hard time finding parts and trucks, the people that are thinking about selling in the next five years, uh, that's really what this is events about. And, uh, and I'm, you know, between you and me and, and I guess everybody listening, uh, Amar has been very, very kind to us. And, uh, and Lyle's going to be working because of our buying power. We're, we're spending over 
we're going to spend over 10 million just at Amar this year. Um, they're working with getting us a, 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 a decent, it's not anything crazy, but a rebate. Um, but I want to do it on everything. I'm going to see if I can get, get in cahoots with Google. I mean, I want, I want the insurance. What we're trying to switch to next year is a, um, what do they call that? It's like group insurance. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Where you take a bunch of smaller companies and make one big. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's going to save us like a million bucks next year. Yeah. But you know, like I said, you shave a couple percent off, and you're doing ten million dollars. That's a couple hundred grand. Yeah. You know, so ultimately, it's it's really um, we're going to benefit. But I think a lot of other you got to have two people winning. You know, I pulled out my book uh, yesterday on another podcast, "The Art of the Deal" by Donald Trump. But uh, he says. You got to have each person needs to feel like they won. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty nervous about what's happening in the industry and I know this, it can't last forever. So, um, hopefully a lot of people just say, look, I think we're stronger together and, uh, and they can take a lot of money off the table. And if they hate, there's certain things that you hate as a business owner. I don't love financials i've learned to like get good at them but i don't live in pivot tables i just yeah, don't you, you I, know. I don't i'm not and, and well you shouldn't have like our personalities were visionaries right visionaries technically should not be in charge of the finances because we always feel like we can sell our way out of stuff yeah or buy our way out of stuff right i mean do you feel that way I mean, look, sales was the uh, sales trumps everything. And we were, I'm good at sales and marketing, but when I got a good finance department and we started making money, you know, it wasn't that long ago. It was a few years ago. I didn't have enough money to give everybody bonuses. So I, I actually cashed in my points, $20,000 for bonuses. And then I had an SBA line lined up for this building and it fell through and the bank gave me a, a bridge loan. Uh, I, you know, I was up a creek, man, without a paddle, and I was going too fast and not calculated until I got a good finance department. And, and it's so important. The controller and, and, and the finance department, they're, they're the most important thing in a company, I think. Or at least yeah. to me, because I didn't have that. Of course, sales and marketing are probably, I mean, those are the things that, that most people, you and I, we love that stuff. I love mm -hmm. sales. I love marketing. I mean, marketing is by far a GMB, LSA, getting, getting next door kicking butt. Facebook getting stuff viral. I mean, th that's what I, we've got, a, we've got our own, you guys are going to see our own studio and it's a pretty sweet studio. It's all uh, soundproof and cameras and different back screens. And I can't wait. I can't wait because when people come here, uh, Joseph brought out 20 of his companies. Okay. 20 different garage door companies. And the guys upstairs, I, I did this thing, Ryan, and I'm probably going to do it again. But I said, how much is a uh, how much is an HVAC unit? About twenty two hundred bucks. Average company about fourteen G's. That's about a seven times multiplier. Let's go through uh, tankless hot water heater. Let's go. And I went through like five things, and I said, so let's just use seven times. New door and opener, maybe fifteen hundred bucks, depending. Two grand, twenty five hundred, whatever. We'll just say fifteen hundred times seven. That's ten thousand five hundred. Who here is charging ten thousand five hundred? They look around and kind of smear and just say. <laughs> And then I said, who is charging 9,000? Eight, seven, six. And finally a hand went up and they go, how, how do you sleep at night with those prices? And I go, well, I have 70 billboards. I have a bunch of bus stops. I drive brand new vehicles. 
I've got brand new tablets. I use service time that you guys say is too expensive. My people have benefits, lots of benefits. I got to pay them very, very good because I want to retain them. So how do you sleep at night knowing your people don't have retirement accounts and PTO and drive brand new vans? And how do you sleep at night when, when your son works for you and he's making 16 bucks an hour without any benefits and your wife's working for free and you guys got a home office instead of having a building that you actually got to pay rent for? So I said, I sleep at night knowing that I'm making a profit that's a good profit in this industry. And I'm not, I'm not taking advantage of grandma. Uh, but the most important thing to me is that I take care of my family and, and my coworkers. And that's how I sleep at night because they come first before my, before my clientele, my internal customers come first. Where do you think, like, um, you know, I think in the beginning, um, you did have a perception. You mentioned it earlier that you were a bad guy. Where do you think that came from? Well, I think the fact is that we started growing just like Precision and GDS. So we started just kind of really, and, you know, people would hear, I mean, they looked at our prices um, and believe it or not, when I was a long time ago, I, I was selling an opener for two eighty nine dollars <laughs> installed. Um, and that was a uh, 8355. Um, but I think what happened is uh, it really was, the people watching, nobody that was working for us thought that. Yeah. Um, and I know, you know, it's interesting. I talked to Clope the other day, uh, a buddy of mine over there. He's a, he's a big manager. He's one of the four of the whole territory. And he goes, dude, he goes, I get calls about you probably once a quarter about mm -hmm. someone just, you went into a new city and this guy's charged and crazy. And he goes, look, he goes, I'm a believer now. He goes, I just wanted to let you know, that two years ago, we all were a little bit nervous. Um, we didn't want to have, you know, they don't sell to GDS anymore. A lot of people will cut them off because they're they're getting kicked out of every state by the attorney generals and stuff. And I said, look, I don't 1099 my guys. My side's on the side of the truck. I'll give you my cell phone. I come to work every day, including usually Saturday and Sunday. And he goes, no, 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 dude, I get it. He goes, I defend you now. And I said, you know how much, you know what that makes me feel? I said, that makes me feel so good that I'm helping other companies and that you believe in me and you believe in us because the more people come in and do shop tours and get to know me, the people that hate me never met me. Yeah. <laughs> and the two guys that work with me now that had their own companies, they go, we hated the thought of Tommy Mello because dude, you beat everybody's like if, if someone calls for Springs, you'll go down to 117 bucks. They're like, you know, you advertise everywhere. We see, you know, your guys are, it's literally like a virus. And I'm like, well, what do you guys think now? They're like, dude, it was all, it was all bullshit. It was like, what we heard was nothing that's in reality. And the guy that said, you can't charge those for springs. You know, I think we'd be like 500 bucks. And I'm like, they're 80,000 cycle powder coated springs. They cost us more money, but we run warranty work. The other thing that a lot of these companies don't do is you can't get a hold of them when you need a warranty. Yeah. That's the first thing we run. I try not to start the guy's job with a warranty call, but I've never seen a max life stream break yet. I've seen two of them come undone because of the cones. So I, I think that you're right. I think I got a lot of people. Well, I would say probably 60 or 70% of my market here I'm friends with or, or have a you know cordial relationship with, but there's one or two companies who didn't know me and 
literally just demonized me and without even giving me a chance. And so uh, I feel like that's pretty common when someone sees, like, I don't think they saw me coming because I came from outside the industry and they were comfortable. And then here I am. Uh, I think, I think people like comfort and I think people who disrupt comfort, people demonize them, especially they don't know them. And so, uh, we, we tend to like make our own opinions and, and you and I, I think in the beginning, uh, I don't, I'm not quick to form opinions, but I was leaning towards you being a punk to be honest with you. And then I got to know you and uh, you and I had some very honest and transparent conversation over the years. And, and I respect you greatly, dude. And I, I thank you for, and I've thanked you before for what you're doing because you're driving something in the industry that is needed. Um, you know, how disrespectful is it when I, like, I thought the energy, like, okay, 2015, I'm on freaking uh, Yelp and all these directories creating my listings where there's no garage door freaking category. Not there, there were sites where no garage door category was even there. It was like you had to be a contractor or yep. other, right? Like, look how far we've come as an industry, you know, to be recognized now. Like, like next door now has a garage door category in the in the best of uh, you know, uh, neighborhood favorites. Um, you've got you like. You, these things have evolved. And by the way, I was responsible for that. I'll just take the credit. Um, but you'll be responsible. Uh, you, you know, when you have these categories and you're recognized by directories and websites and everything else, then it trickles down. But then it's it's our job to recognize, hey, listen, you know, we're not just trying to put the stake on the table. We're trying to run legitimate companies. But it's the nature of the industry because everybody with tools in a truck went and worked for a company and realized, hey, I can go do this better myself and make money and not have to, you know, work these hours and do all this other stuff. And they go start their own company, realize it's not what they thought, uh, but they, they just do it. And so um, I, I don't know. I feel like uh, anyone who's out there, who's on the fence, I don't really care if you like Tommy or not. I think he's got great ideas. I think he presents a lot of uh, good things for the industry and I strongly recommend uh, people coming out to Vertical Track. If for nothing else, just come hear me speak because I got some. I'm lining up some good content, but I, think I can't wait. A lot of other stuff. I can't wait. You know, the deal is for me is um, we got 400 people. Okay, so I do the math. If each person is taking care of three, maybe two kids and a wife or husband, you know, that's 1,600 people, and. Um, it's, it's ran completely different than it was a few years ago. I've got too much on the line. Uh, you know, everything, just, just my HR gal alone and the licensing she deals with on a daily basis. Like, you know, what really adds value to, to this business is I can leave for two years and nothing would change except the growth trajectory. We might flatten out a little bit, but we've got these roles. We've got an org chart. We've got a depth chart. And I think it's so important because that's how you get the higher multiples and the arbitrage. And um, it's exciting. I got to tell you, like when I found out what arbitrage was, and that just means I could buy something in one hand and sell it in the other for a profit. That money's the, the profit is the arbitrage. And when I found out, it was like, that can't be legal. I can't buy something for five times and sell it for 10. And it is legal. And I'm like, Holy crap, this is amazing because there's so much upside for the companies that I get to work with that 
I hate to say this and it sounds bad, but they'd almost be crazy not to want to work together because there's so much more money that they're worth when we work together. Um, and I'll, I love learning, man. I called a guy a couple of years ago and I told him everything I know for 90 minutes. He only had five technicians getting going. He was really great guy, great student. And he says, Tyler, I looked at your LiftMaster locator and just FYI, he goes, I feel like I'm paying it forward because you just told me everything you know, basically. He goes, I would really ask Amar, whoever you're dealing with at Chamberlain to get that, that better, um, more purchasing power, they put more logos, and it goes to the mm-hmm. top. It's like a, a special one at the top. Yeah. And he goes, I get three or four calls a day from it. And I did it. I ended up getting like 30 calls just by being nice to a guy and talking to him for 90 minutes. I didn't ask for anything in return. But those little things, man, were stronger together. I'm telling you right now. If it weren't for Surface Titan and, and their events, they have Pantheon and Clopay's event and Amar's event. I mean, dude, I'd still probably be in the Stone Ages. And, and I've met so many freaking HVAC guys doing $500 million a year. I hate to say this and it's disrespectful, but I, I haven't met a ton of garage guys that I want to go visit because there's not a lot of people doing 500 million and just retrofit residential. Mm-hmm, garage right. So you, you always want to visit somebody that's at that next level, but you don't want to visit somebody. If you're one man show, I don't necessarily know if you want to go to like, if you're just getting started golfing, um, I don't know if you want to go with Ernie Els the first day. You, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah, I kind of went off on a tangent there, but, uh, no, you're good. So where do you see, um, you know, you talked about, uh, you're on track to hit your projections for this year, which was 80 million. Uh, congratulations. That's huge. Uh, if I recall correctly last year, you were, um, touting numbers of 30 to 40 million. So you pretty 44, much 44 last year. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty big. Um, but this what company, are you looking at next year? Well, the company I'm buying is, um, eight going to do eight this year. So that'll put us at 88, but I'm, it wasn't my income, but next year it will be. Um, I'll tell you this. It really depends on vertical track (laughs) because, you know, I want to fly into city by city. I'm going to be going on the road a lot and I want to get every graduate company in each city together and say, I'm coming to this city. Um, I'd like to partner with as many of you guys that'll do it. And, you know, you do the math. If you find a $300,000 profit company, I think I could take that company to a million within the first 12 months. Um, I just, it's, it's like, you know, all the stuff that I'm going to say, but first thing I'm going to do is nail down the brand. It doesn't need to be a one. Next thing I'm going to do is make sure they're using yard signs. They're going to make sure they're getting reviews. A lot of these guys have 20, 30 reviews. I want to take their list of their last 2000 clients and try to bump up their reputation what I really want to do is reactivate their old list that don't, because no one, a lot of people in this industry don't use their past customers uh, enough. And I used to think the money was in service because GDS and Precision and all these companies tout that the real money is in service to sales. It's building a service agreement and potentially replacing that with a $10,000 door in three years. So those are just, that's your, it's your, it's your uh, feeding ground is your past customers and no one's using them. So you know, 300,000, I turn up their GMB. I do a sponsored GMB. I make sure it's ranking and their citation sites are done and the reviews are good. I get them into a couple of coupons, uh, you know, Money Mailer, Valpad, Clipper. Uh, we, we do a ton on Google LSA ads. We, we max it out. We try to get a warehouse an hour away. So like in Phoenix, I might do Casa Grande and like, you know, West Phoenix. It's over an hour away, put up a showroom. Um, 
because that doubles their presence and, and then it doubles the amount of LSA as that could show up. And then, so, so ultimately my big plan is marketing and sales. So really a one, um, we just went over our goals. Um, my plan is, uh, 150 next year with just a one. Um, so that would be 70, 70, because I'm not counting that other company because those are ac- acquisition income, but ultimately, I mean, you could do the math. It really depends on how much we purchase. I just got a line for about 35 million. Um, they're giving me three times uh, EBITDA. So between 30 and 40 million. Um, and after I do five deals, they're going to give me three and a half times. And once I get another five under, they're going to go four times. So when I buy a company that's doing a million dollars profit, they'll give me 3 million right off the bat. And then I got to take from my EBITDA multiplier and it's a revolving line. So, you know, the money's there now, but, but you can't be stupid. <laughs> you got to keep the culture alive. You got to make sure the employees are happy. My plan isn't to go in there and say, nope, now it's a one. It's more, what are you guys good at? What do you guys love? Let's get service tight and going because that's the one thing I have to have is I got to have, you know, the same software. Um, so yeah, the plan is just go in there, turn up the marketing, make sure this company I'm buying doesn't use called tracking numbers. And he spends a fortune in marketing. And I'm like, there's so many little opportunities, call tracking numbers yeah. to, to monitor the booking rate of every single CSR. They don't, they don't separate their CSRs from dispatchers. And the gal said, why the hell would you do that? And I said, exactly what I said in 2015. I didn't know why they would separate it either. But when you watch what we do, I hope you love it. If you don't love it, then we don't have to do it. You guys are already killing it. I'm happy with your performance. If we could turn a couple of things here, 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 here. I, I think we could get, you know, an $8 million company to 15 million next year. Um, so, yeah. So that's, um, that's a tough question because I don't know how many partnerships, but just 150 w- w- was what I'm hoping for, for a, a one. Next year. And I'm not, you know, Gene, you mean the wall here. And, the, and I guess everybody listening is I'm not trying to grow organic anymore. Um, other than what I'm in now. Um, I don't want to go greenfield anymore because when I saw my buddy, getting 30 to 40 calls a day with no marketing because the company has been around for so long. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's freaking awesome. They don't even do marketing. Yeah. They don't even pay the $0 spent. When on you add what you've got to that. It just multiplies. Oh my God. I'm spending 8.9%. I spent a 9% on marketing. Yeah. And here's the deal. We do think about it. If your average ticket, you know, four or $500, I'm, I'm more than double that. So I got to spend a hundred dollars to get a customer. If I'm getting them for free, that's a lot of freaking extra money. Yeah. So, you know, the real deal is, as you know, is, is it's about buying companies that had a lot of stickers out there. Um, but yeah, I'm getting a lot of phone calls, man. People are just like, dude, I, I'm done. They're like, I, I, I don't love the business anymore. My employees are overworked. I can't get new guys. I can't get guys to show up for the interview. I hear this stuff every day and, and you know, they can't get springs or rollers or, or bearing plates. And I'm like, man, I got a new vendor coming that'll be at this event. They just got a warehouse in Phoenix for me, 35,000 square feet. So, you know, anybody that comes is going to have access to this vendor too. Um, I need to call him after this, but yeah, you know, uh, (laughs) he's like a mental note here. Yeah. All right. So talk to me about the event a little bit and then we'll jump off. So when is it? So it's in Phoenix, November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. The first day, we're going to be getting guys, 10 people. 
they're all, you know, we're going to figure out who we want to be together. Um, we're going to be doing a shop tour. We're probably going to go by, um, check out the, uh, the rap business possibly, as well as, uh, the guys that stage the vehicles. Um, they've got a huge welding shop and, uh, yeah, lots of speaking, um, dude, you know, this is my first big event, so I overdid it on the speakers. Um, Mm -hmm. way too many. Um, they all said, yes, it was crazy. So, um, got a lot of that. We got food, alcohol. Um, I'm starting 75 hard on Monday, so I won't be drinking, but, uh, really looking forward to this thing, man. It's, it's just the people that are going to be talking and the things that people are going to learn about how to sell their company and how to get inventory and how to save cash on their, their spending. You know, I want to get, I want to get such and such involved with, um, SEO and we really got to go through that. Um, I don't, one thing I'll never do is just have one choice for something. So I almost thought about, I, I am doing one choice for the software because we're the parent client. So we're going to be able to, if the people choose to, we could, the, the reason I was able to get a better discount for everybody is because they're not going to have a success manager. We're going to help them onboard. They're going to get access to our price book. They're going to learn our KPIs. They're going to see our booking, how we book. And Adam's going to be able to, if they allow us to, the company's got to allow, but we'll be able to log in as the parent client to the children client and be able to show them how the LMS and how to do this and how to do this and understand your forecast. And, you know, the, the thing that I can show you is if we take our average ticket, our conversion rate, if we take these four KPIs and overlap them with yours, I'm hoping that that'll be a substantial amount of money. And the plan is, and I don't know how this sounds to you, Ryan, but let's just say you, if you're 200 grand for the sake of easy numbers and you're a four times multiplier, you're worth 800 grand. Um, my goal would be to get that to a million. So there's 800,000 times four is 3.2 million. So instead of 800,000, now you're 3.2. I want to split that difference. 3.2 minus the eight you were is 2.4. And so you, we, we get an extra million and a half a piece. Um, and I think that's a killer deal. And I think people, uh, but we're going to see, here's the secret sauce is my buy rates are better because we just have way more volume. My insurance is better. You know, the trucks are cheaper because I buy so many of them. So the buying yeah, the power alone. You're going to be able to generate, what, four or five percentage points? Yeah. Maybe yeah, more? Easy. Well, well, I'll tell you this. Just my rebate from um, from the top vendors will be in the in the tune of that. Um, and um, it's crazy when you get bigger because I don't need to rebuild a website in any city. I just add a city to the strong website. Yep. I don't have to. I don't have to make up a new price book, a new invoices. So we go in there and it's bing, boom, 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 boom. And uh, so vertical track, man, it, it, it's industry knowledge, but this is the first show. I feel like that. I didn't want a bunch of garage guys, you, you and Joseph really, and, and, and Lyle, but I got a bunch of HVAC guys. Cause I want them to talk about it's okay to do hundred million a year and charge 15 grand for an HVAC unit. You don't have to feel bad. You don't have to literally, like you're in business, you have a fiduciary responsibility to make the company money. Um, and some people go about that in, in ways that, um, uh, you know, it's a business it's, owner's it, job. That's a business owner's job it's to, to maximize shareholder value. And the owner is a shareholder. And, the and if you're not is, doing that, you're technically failing at your job. Yeah. And some people say, I'd rather fail and make less than, than, than have to charge those prices. And I'm like, well, here's the deal. Um, 
there are people that are literally going through divorces and not great parents because they work so much. And the thought is that you're going to have a life again and relationships again. And I know what it's like to pull my hair out and work 80 hours a week and literally lose relationships because of it. So ultimately I'm hoping the group that I'm creating is called Garage Door Freedom. Vert Vertical Track is the, the event, but it's called Garage Door Freedom. And it's a little, <laughs> I don't know, tacky, but, but I think it's freedom. It's freedom to, to be able to do stuff again and travel and make friends in the industry. And, you know, I give some of my competitors jobs. I'm like, look, I can't get to this one. And we don't have anything in stock for this and the, because it's cool. And I want to keep those relationships in Phoenix. I have a lot of relationships, but I, I, I don't spend a ton of time in other markets. I, I spent quite a bit of time in Detroit and Wisconsin, but uh, cause I'm from Detroit and my sister lives in Wisconsin. So yeah, this thing is uh, you're going to be there. Um, it's going to be fire. It's it's I, I literally know. I, I'm not just showing you guys the inside of the hood. I'm giving you the whole tour of the car. Um, so real and, quick, when do you suggest people fly in? What day? Uh, but I would say two, I'd probably say the second. So they're there for the third to be here. Um, You're doing tours on the third. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, we rented a really nice building with that holds about 300 people. I got a nice bar coming, you know, it's all inclusive. It's got all the food uh, catered lunch, breakfast, dinner, all that stuff. So, and then on Saturday, we're going to probably, I'm renting out a bowling alley, <laughs> I, I thought about maybe Top Golf, but get, get, to get that many people in Top Golf, I wasn't sure. Um, so Saturday we're gonna have some fun. I get to really spend time with one another. Um, but dude, it, it's crazy. If I talk to a company that's getting twenty leads a day and not paying much in marketing, that's that's a million dollar profit business. There you go. You know what I mean? Yep. And here's the thing: no one could get through diligence. There's a thing called quality of earnings and you got to go through this freaking process with the bank and it's a bunch of crap. So I'm just going to be like, look, let's just start. Here's how much I want to give you down. Let's just come up with a number. And then whatever we do in the next 90 days, we'll, we'll use that going forward. Like the thing is, is I don't care what we pay. I, I really don't care as long as it's, it's that multiple. And, and if your books are just horrible, let's just go off the next three months I'll give you more money. You take all the profits, yours, any money in the account. I'll come up with the operating cash. And um, and it's a win-win. And it's got to be, like I said earlier. So so that's that's kind of the plan. And uh, quite honestly, I got to tell you, Ryan, um, the more I get involved with garage door storage and garage door flooring, the more I'm like, I could go into in any industry now because we know how to make the guys. That's the hardest part is getting a really good recruiter and getting amazing when you guys see the quality of our trainers, these guys come in here, eye contact, body language, tonality, pull your shoulders back, play with the dog, pay attention to the thermostat as you're walking through the house. If they got a nest, they're probably going to want the smartphone uh, opener. Um, you know, this new, this new, we just bought a new building. I talked to my trainers last night and I said, dude, I want to buy a Harley. I want a Harley in one out with a workshop. The next one we're, we're emulating, we're building a whole kitchen kitchen table, and then we're going to have a family room. And we're going to talk about how to sell financing and monthly, low monthly payments. It, like I'm going to have a whole fishing room and then I'm going to have the golf clubs. Then I'm going to have uh, like, I can't, you know what I decided is I'll just let everybody keep their crap in our warehouse. Like bring all your tents and all your camping equipment. <laughs> and, and, and that way we'll store it for you. But it's great because when you walk in there, you say, Oh, 
I didn't know you were a camper. And so I'm like, bring your motorcycles, bring your dirt bikes, bring, bring any of your pastimes that would be in a garage. Yeah. And it's so exciting because I don't even have to pay for it now. <laughs> right. But it's going to be fun, man. I think you're going to enjoy yourself. And, uh, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities. And, and here's the greatest part is it might not be opportunities for me. It might be two guys that get along, go have a beer afterwards, and somehow they figure out to work with, it, with one another. And that's what this is about. You know, I heard um, Grant Cardone say this. He said, you know, millionaires are smart guys. They got a mission, vision. They got their core values. You know, they're very, very good at what they do. They're disciplined. Uh, serotonin levels are high. You know, great guys. He goes, but billionaires are networkers. That's what they are. They network all the time. They know how to make the right call for the right things. They, they don't work harder. They work smarter. And people say, I can't afford to go there for those days. I go, if that's what you're saying, then you can't afford not to be here. If you're stuck in your business and you can't leave and you don't have KPIs and you don't understand what you're looking at when it comes to a CRM and, and your financial statements, I got Megan Likes with Likes Accounting. She makes accounting so freaking easy. She runs this whole thing from profit first. She's a licensed profit first, Michael McCallowitz accountant. And she's coming and she's the coolest lady you'll ever meet. And she makes accounting easy. And, you know, we got a little app on my phone called Expensify. It, it just, it goes right into the right chart of accounts. So those are the things we want to teach here. And I get excited because I literally think, I, I just think we're going to change lives. And uh, like I said, it feels super good. All the money in the world won't buy you happiness. It's a good tool to have, but once you get enough of it, you don't need it. You can help a lot of lives, but what gets me, my adrenaline going is, it's freaking winning and growing things. And the same thing, like you, you called me up, I don't know, six months, year ago. And you're like, you something about dispatching. Like, are you building this yet? And you're like, good. Cause I'm going to build it. I wanted to make sure you weren't, uh, you were building. Well, I felt like everything I had in my pipeline to do, you were already either working on it or you had already, you were already launching it. Like right when I was trying to do it. And I'm like, dude, there's no sense in me. Like I, I'm not, a lot of the stuff I do is to help other people. And uh, yeah, I do some stuff for myself and I get compensated for things, but if somebody else is already doing it and they can do it better, there's no need for me to do it. So yeah, we, we, I think you and I think a lot alike in some areas. So I need to run it by you before I do anything. So just make sure we're not duplicating efforts here. You know what I want it. I just got done building my buyer's guide and I, I want to talk I about the buyer's, my buyer's guide too. So the buyer's guide is actually hooked up to HubSpot and HubSpot, I'm building it on the back end of the website. So, you know, when people go to a certain page, what they click on and the more internal links you can click on, like, you know, if they spent time looking at an Avante, you know, if they spent time looking at a wood overlay and that way, when your guy shows up there, he's going to have every single thing they want. If they just wanted an uninsulated door, that's easy. But some of them are going to spend time learning about urethane versus Cyrene. They're going to spend time learning about the decorative hardware. You want to be able to bring that stuff. I mean, it's the unfair advantage, the, what technology could do. I feel bad that people say Service Titan is too expensive. I mean, I really feel bad for them because Service Titan, I pay less than a half a percent of my revenue for Service Titan. And I don't know if you've done the math on yours, but what do you say to somebody that says, I can't afford that? I mean, I think everybody's at different places. And if mentally you're not prepared to invest in your company at that scale, then you're probably not ready. Now, if you did jump out and do it, I think it'd probably be worth it. But at the same time, you know, I meet people where they're at 
And sometimes I feel like I need to challenge people to just step forward a little bit. But, you know, I started my company on Jobber. But when I first when I first launched prior to that, I had reached out to Service Titan. They were like, oh, you're too small and we don't do garage door companies. And I don't know if I ever told you this story, but, um, you know, I checked in with them probably every six months eventually grew out of Jobber to the point where we just couldn't, it didn't have the business analytics and information I needed. So we started searching again, called, called up service Titan. They were like, you know what? No, we're still not doing the garage door industry and you're still too small. So I was like, okay, cool. So I signed up with uh, service fusion and um, service fusion. Uh, whoever came out with the design, the original layout was freaking brilliant, but the execution in my opinion was a little bit, uh, short of brilliant. So, uh, we ran on that as long as we could. And then, um, I, I called again, service Titan. I was like, Hey guys, like I'm tried two software, not happy. I really want to use your stuff. And, uh, I even reached out to some people on LinkedIn and tried to get some higher ups there. Uh, and then like freaking 60 days later, I get this damn email from service Titan congratulating the damn dealer of the year month or whatever it was. And it's Tommy Mello freaking a one garage doors. I'm like, dude, what the heck is this? So I immediately called up. I'm like, dude, I've called you like 15 times and you guys have told me that I can't sign up with you. And I just got an email about Tommy Mello being like the dealer of the month from you guys. I'm like, I want to sign up. And they're like, all right. You know, and then they finally let me sign up, but I had to freaking, I had to wait for you to freaking get featured on a daggone yeah. dealer of the month. Well, the first time I called, I had a guy working with me. His name's Eric Spence. And um, he goes, you know, the, the the big, big, big company back in the day was called Successware for HVAC. And uh, he goes, there's this new one called Service Titan. And I was getting ready to build a Frankenstein. I was going to build it on Salesforce and build all these different widgets and basically build from scratch with APIs and webhooks, everything I wanted. And um I called up and they're like, I'm like, dude, this is freaking awesome. The call tracking, the reporting, it's beautiful. And I'm like, I want it. They're like, all right, let's get you over. And then they're like, all right, what's the name of your company? I'm like, A1 Garage Door Service. They're like, what about the HVAC side? I'm like, I don't do HVAC. I do garage doors. And this is perfect. They're like, oh, you can't, sorry. So I called five other people. They said, no. Then I hit up R on LinkedIn. And he goes, man, we're so focused on HVAC plumbing electrical. He's like a master of three trades, you know, not jack of all. And I said, dude, I will do anything. I, he goes, dude, I just, it's, it's just not made for that. And I begged, I begged, I begged. And he still got the letter from LinkedIn on his, on his wall. And uh, he finally said, all right, dude. So they sent out six success managers and then four more came two days later and we figured it out. And Adam's, Really, really good on search. I mean, dude, I'm I know how to click on like three things. I, I don't know how to use mobile. Um, but but you know, I got an amazing group of guys and he's he's Wait more of like you don't know how to use all of Service Titan and you run an 80 million dollar company. I don't even I've never even clicked into mobile. I've never I that's great. Yeah, no, I uh I literally I've got two two guys here that know they could freaking code the damn thing, they could change the price book literally if we want to increase prices by Six uh, percent. They'll do it in less than like it's so. They're so good at it, and believe it or not, here's a little secret: is if you look up a program, there's things called Phantom Equity, or it's an equity and set up equity incentive program. And what you could do if you get people that are really important to your company, 
um, is you give them a piece of the upside. Now, what we did is we, we got an evaluation. So one of the things we're doing right now is getting audited. We're auditing ourselves by one of the big four. You're trying to figure out what your company's worth. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how that you go, what we're worth today when you hire somebody and then you say, here's the percentage, the equity incentive program. So if they bust their ass for like the next year and a half, you know, I got a guy, <laughs> millions of dollars. You know what? My plan is to build 25 millionaires just within the company um, here in the next 18 months. So, and now they don't, you know, when, when you're talking to your family and you're talking to your wife or kids, you're like, look, I want you to go to a good school. I want to be able to buy you your 16th birthday car. So dad's going to put in a little more time in the next, you know, 24 months. I'm still going to make it to recitals. We're still hanging out on Sundays. We're still going to church, all that. But but I'm going to pay myself in dividends for my future. And that's that's really what this is all about. Dude, did you see Bitcoin? Uh, I did this morning. It was at 60. Dude, I'm 61, $61,412 right now. The market dude, caps it. It's up 7.14%. Dude, uh, you know what? I got to be honest, man. I, I sold all of my USD and bought Bitcoin two months ago when it was hitting 3035. So I sold literally $1.5 million of USD that was paying me three and a half, three, 8.3%. And you know, yeah. Bitcoin still pays me three point five one percent in coin um, in Celsius. So yeah, I'm a happy kid. You know, I'm just waiting for my safe moon to crack. But uh, but I got a lot of Bitcoin, man. I'm excited, <laughs> bro. I told you. Did you buy Shiba? Yeah, I got I got um. So I got it on Bitmart. Let me see here, my Bitmart um, Shiba in you or whatever. Yeah, so I'm still holding Bitcoin from six thousand dollars. That's crazy. Two thousand eight, six, seventeen, eighteen, um, and uh, yeah, it's a good time. I, I I I I track this every single day. I watch it for the last four years. I've been engulfed in it, and um, you know, I'm trying to encourage businesses because there's like. You know, if you if you if you actually uh, purchase cryptocurrency with your business, that when it goes down, and 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 you don't have to sell it, but if it goes lower than what you sold it as, it counts as a loss, and you get uh, I think tax deductions. Like this isn't financial advice, so get with your accountant. But if it goes up and you gain more, but you haven't pulled out, there's no tax implications until you pull it out. So there's yeah, a positive so I'm, I'm, loss. I'm never going to check that out. I can't. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. You were the first one. You know, I was featured in the Door and Access magazine. I got. Uh, yeah, no, dude, features. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's. But dude. you and I are always on the same path about the same time. So I'll tell you what's crazy, dude, is um, I, I like Michael Saylor a lot. Yeah, me too. And um, micro strategies for those of you. I don't I don't have enough. I don't I, you know, I think I think. You know, this is not a financial advice. I got a disclaimer of that, but but ultimately, what what he believes is the burn rate of your treasury is at about twenty percent. So, and you're losing twenty percent a year. So, if you can't get it into gold, silver, or the new gold, which is Bitcoin, um, you're crazy. Um, I got money that's burning a hole right now, 
And um, I think some people think you're nuts if you take a couple million and throw it into Bitcoin. But, dude, right now, you know, right now there's a thing called grayscale. Yeah. And I, I pay my payroll with my credit card, my American Express, and I pay 2%. All those points go into Charles Schwab and buy Grayscale. So I'm a big time on Grayscale. Grayscale is about to turn it, you know, the ETF crap that's yep. coming out here. And so that thing's going to run, I think, 20 bucks. And it's I think it's around 40 right now. I wonder what it's at right now. Um, so I do believe that Bitcoin will exceed $88,000 by the end of the year. 88,000. I think it will exceed 88,000. I think that is the bare minimum that we're going to see it be. I mean, we got, you got so much adoption. Um, Altcoins are going nuts right now. Uh, I mean, you're seeing like, I saw one dude today went from 20 cents to almost $3. It was at like 600% increase in the last 24 hours. There's, there's, there's a lot. Like what I'm doing is I'm, I'm selling my house for an extra 1.2 million that in one year. And I'm putting that money into this building into an opportunity zone. So that's what you could do with capital gains to avoid capital gains is reinvest or a 1031 exchange. Um, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm loving my life, man, because <laughs> Bitcoin is so much fun. Grayscale Bitcoin yeah. trust. Um, is what it's called. And it's, it's up uh, three bucks today. It's already going to 50 bucks, dude. It was at 40, like a week ago. Yep. I'm a happy camper, man. I can't wait for you to come out. We're going to, we're going to be good buddies. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Well, listen guys, if you are listening to this podcast and you haven't bought Bitcoin or booked your flight and your hotel for vertical track, what the heck are you waiting for? Listen, this is a great opportunities to invest into your future. I strongly recommend if you're not buying Bitcoin, at least go to vertical track because uh, this will expand your mind, uh, give you ideas, bring back the dream that you had from the very beginning. Let you see how somebody who's generating $80 million in revenue uh, and what they're doing and take some of that stuff back and make it your own, right? And then help grow your company and reinvest in yourself. So if nothing else, it's good to get away and see how other people do it and network with friends in the industry. I'd love to shake your hand. So if you come out, uh, make sure you stop me and say hello. I know a lot of you guys already from from Facebook, but uh, I'm excited to rub elbows with everybody and hang out and have a good time. And uh, Tommy, is there anything you want to say before we shut it off? You know, I really appreciate you. Uh, you let me come on here the second time. Um, I had a blast the first time. I, I couldn't shut up. Um, <laughs> one of my problems is I talk a little too much. But I'll tell you guys, at the end of every podcast, a lot of them, they say, Tommy, give us your best piece of advice. And the best piece of advice I've ever done was become a student. Go out and fly to another city or another state and go watch a company you want to become. Go watch. The, the, the air is different in some of these places. Like when I walked in, I went to Service Champions, a $500 million shop in so- SoCal. And the, the owner, the CEO, the COO, the CMO all sat there and they answered my questions for three hours. They taught me so many things. And then I, I learned, you know, a, a good book that the, that the CEO told me to read is called... Um, it's by Bob Pfeiffer. Uh, double, double, 
double your profit in six months or less is what it's called. And the, you know, these guys, they tell you everything they're paying it forward. And if you come to this thing, like, dude, we, we decided to charge like 600 bucks or whatever. And the reason why I did that is I was going to make it free, but I wanted people to have some skin in the game because they something's free. Skin in the game. So, you know, I want people to come here and say, I'm a selfish guy. I want to say, Hey, I learned from Tommy and now I'm making an extra 300 grand. I, selfish in the way that I want people to be successful. Um, so I love it. If you guys come, if you can't afford it and you really want to be here and you just, it, it's just money's too tight right now. Just give me a buzz. Um, give Ryan a buzz. Let me know what we need to do to get you here because I think it's worth it. Yeah. And um, yeah. And I think it's going to be a blast. And uh, I think it's going to open up a lot of people's eyes. And, and, and I'm not doing everything right. I'm, I'm looking for constructive criticism. I want everybody to do a SWOT analysis when they're walking through here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun, man. And I think it's, it, it, if people come and they're serious, they're going to make a lot of money. Cool. All right, guys. Well, you've heard it right here. Make sure you register and uh, do it soon. Thank you so much for uh, Tommy, for you coming on. I enjoy our relationship and uh, thank you everyone for, for listening. And um, I hope to see you guys out there. Have a good day.